All right, let's set sail, everyone. It's Make It A Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. So, Katie, we're not alone this week. David just had so much fun on the Doctor Who episode, he decided to come back. He decided to bring his co-host from Talking Pictures Podcast, Brian, with him. It's David and Brian from Talking Pictures Podcast. Welcome, guys. Well, Thanks so much for having us. The other half, yeah. On. He's, for, he's forgot me. I just knew if we were doing Pirates of the Caribbean, we had to have a full crew. You can't just uh, sail a ship with the three of us, so we had to get Brian involved. True. Very true. Did you feel left out, Brian? Well, me? Oh, terribly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> terribly. Yeah, I, I Never... started, started emailing a whole load of uh, other uh, podcasts uh, from not, not just in Ireland, but in, in the UK and beyond in Europe to see, hey, my friends after ditching me, so I, I can I go on your podcast and even if you just a, 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 answer a question of mine and I can show them, hey, fuck you. <laughs> No animosity now at all. It's fine. You've never seen an episode of Doctor Who, but you're fine. No, no, that no, that's a fair point. It's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are bitter. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just as petty as me and Evan. Perfect. <laughs> right, don't rope me into no. this. Ah, come on. We both we we all love pettiness here. Is this going to be the falling out of two different podcasts all in the one episode? Like, this <laughs> is the final right. episode. <laughs> You yeah, can I'm, Brian band together and you and Evan. Yeah. Just... I'm, I'm, I'm already reconsidering who I'm going to have my best man and who's going to be my uh, godfather <laughs> to my child. So, recon- <laughs> so we'll, we'll see at the end of this episode. Oh but my thanks. god. Okay. <laughs> We're getting deep on this one. Oh, sorry. Is this not a therapy session? No, I thought this was. Oh, no, it, it is. It's my one. Oh, okay. For Kate, well, yeah. <laughs> who am I off to give him the 50 quid then to? <laughs> no, no, I'm not that funny, guys. I'm not that funny. <laughs> no, that was really good. That was really that funny. was very funny. So, uh, what's new in life? Let's catch up. Let's talk. Uh, serious. Well, Brian, welcome. You're new here. Ah, uh, cheers, cheers, Evan. Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> what's new in my life? Uh, uh. I'm broke. I bought a car. I bought a camera. Um, I'm st- still trying to get a job in life, uh, but uh, hey, s- still, still here. Nice. Well, that's a bit depressing, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm about a new a car. car. Yeah. What? For the oh, new oh. car, I suppose. Yeah, but you pay for <laughs> petrol. Oh no! Don't go! Don't go that that side. Of it. Not a chance. No diesel man on the way. <laughs> You still have to pay for diesel, like. Mm. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I'm I'm watching. Feels like I've been watching uh, two detective-based shows back to back, because a new episode is released every week, mm. and it, one is the newest season of True Detective, mm-hmm. and the other one is uh, on Apple TV Plus called Criminal Record, and uh, it's. It's a bit of a vibe going on with just detective shows and uh, uh, murders or uh, conspiracies, wrongful convictions, a whole bunch of that. Uh, interest. Each show will be released in the same week, just maybe two, three days apart. So might just do a double binge on, on that. So that's what nice. I'm watching. 
Oh, dead silence, dead silence here. Oh, sorry. The delay on the Zoom, Brian. Don't worry about it. Oh, uh, we're yeah, all listening intently. My my side. Oh, tag fuck. Yeah, no, honestly, there. <laughs> I thought I thought everyone was judging me for a second. It's like, what the fuck? No. You're like, okay. <laughs> now, does Brian know how to get rid of a body successfully? Is this what we're trying to cipher? Oh, we still haven't figured get rid of the old car. Oh, I still, oh, I still haven't figured that part out yet. I'm still, so, 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 gotta finish the shows first. Gotta see how to end. Yeah, okay. and then we can focus on get rid of you. <laughs> 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 How are you? What's up with you? What's new in life? I'm good. I'm good. I don't have many many updates. Uh, uh, Brian has a new car, so I have a new passenger seat to sit in. Uh, oh, Nothing really. Um, let me think. Uh, no, I don't have any updates since uh, last speaking to you. It's literally just been work and coming home and, and dying from work. Well, not dying from work, but you know, just no motivation to do anything else. Oh. No major updates, but. <laughs> hey, what's new in your life? <laughs> Nothing really new, I suppose. Uh, like that, just working a lot and trying to be somewhat of a healthy human who has a social life. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard, but I'm trying. I was at a baby shower and that was fun. I helped plan it, so that was really nice. Um, and then oh, like I wasn't even drinking at it, which was rage because I was driving, so I was like, oh. <laughs> So, yeah, it was all right. Like, that was on Sunday. And then had a lovely little day on Monday. And now I'm back to work. But because it was a bank holiday, I feel like I feel like it's Tuesday and it's it's not. And, it's, yeah. oh, it's just, it's, it's, it's one of those weeks. And how are you doing, Evan? Well, uh, when did it become socially acceptable to go to a baby shower? I'm sorry, I cannot be this old. <laughs> I'm I aging. Helped, I helped plan it. Okay, well, I wasn't there, Casey, so I can't. Did you want to be there? No, I'm sure you did a great job planning this baby shower. I just cannot get old. I don't like this. Yeah, well, the person whose baby shower was is like five years younger than me, so. Yeah, okay, well, fair. I'm still no. 20 years old, drunk in college with David and Brian. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we were drunk a lot. <laughs> I still am. <laughs> that reminds you, were we ever at the same parties? Um, well, I can't I remember. I was, yeah, we were blackout. Like you could have been absolutely. Oh like, yeah, could well, have been probably, swinging out yeah. of each other, no problem. But no, definitely not. Just uh, I definitely remember Brews and Ridley's and that kind of stuff. But oh, I don't know if we would have uh, been at the same pre-drinks or even the afters or anything like that. Oh my god! Well, you know, I always found my way to a random. <laughs> <laughs> that was the the goal of the night. Is okay. How do I get? How do I continue this party going after any work closes? It's never worth it, guys. It's never worth it. No. 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 Hey, maybe should all do what I'm doing. I haven't had a drink since uh, 2024 started, or nice. 20 or 2023 ended, whichever whichever sounds longer. <laughs> yeah, I tried to do that and um, failed miserably. So I'll try again next year. <laughs> I like that it's 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 either all year or nothing. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's year. no like I'm gonna start again tomorrow. I'm gonna start again next week. It's like no. ah, I guess 2025 will be my year. 
because yeah. every month, every month I say it, and like, oh, but this gig is on, I have to drink oh, that, God, and yeah. then I'm like, oh, but then I have this holiday, and like I can't go here and not drink, and then oh, it's my birthday, and oh, it's mm. this. So I, I basically have an occasion every month for the rest of the year, so just next year. Yeah. His friend had a baby shower, and she can't drink, so I'm gonna have to drink four. So, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be sound, yeah, yeah. No, her I suppose I didn't drink it the last one, so I'm gonna have to make up for that. So, uh, she gets a child christened, yeah, they, they are, <laughs> you know what I mean. Would anyone like some fucking what's it called? The body of Christ, the blood the, the of Christ, the, the wine, and like, yeah, pass it around. Like, if it's going, I'll take it. Oh, I'm just up on the altar. Everyone, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing shots? <laughs> uh, we're going to piss off the Catholic Church, and you know what? That's what I live for. I was just about to say good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather piss off the Protestant Church first. Just, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> just, no, just I'd, I'd rather piss off the catholics words because they um they they like they fucked me up for a while you know as in like being in a catholic school like messes you up really oh, this, we're launching right into the therapy session here now uh, yeah. <laughs> we're digging deep now okay. uh, well, what are you going to talk about parts of the caribbean get your money's worth <laughs> i used to take myself to church for two years straight on a sunday alone from 10 till 12 because i was so afraid of going to hell from school wow and then I then I realized that it's all gone. And I was like, well, I'm not going there anymore. So now now yeah. I um am non denominational. Yeah. <laughs> and you're happy to go to hell. That's fine. That's fine. I've accepted it now. I know I'm going, so yeah. I'll embrace it. Yeah. I it, it's still it's given me a horrible like and I still have like an existential like anxiety, like, but that's I I fully blame school, like my Catholic school for that. Hmm. Because it's people that I know, like people I know that are have been non-denominational their whole lives, don't have the same views as I have around a lot of stuff. Mm. So, we'll, right. we'll put we put the focus of this episode and then just schedule, <laughs> schedule Paris for another time. Like I, th- I think I think we can work for something here. Yeah, I think, okay. I think I think I think we can get some resolutions by the end of this yeah. episode. We can fix you, Kay. <laughs> We should actually call this episode this episode uh, Catholic Guilt. Don't even call the Pirates of the Caribbean, just call it Catholic Guilt. Yeah. Blindside people, it'd be your most viewed episode. <laughs> Damn it, I, I came here to listen to some Catholic Guilt. Why are they talking about Jack Sparrow? Speaking of, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting into uh, talking about uh, going down nostalgically and uh, in that of the first Pirates Caribbean movie, because it's one of those, there's so many movies around, and you, if you really put a bit of extra time and focus in a certain movie, especially one you see maybe as a child, it's, it's sometimes it'd be nice to rediscover. That's a classic. That's great. Yeah. Well, we are. We're going to get into it. But first off, uh, we're going to do what we normally do here, which is a bit of pop news. We do everything ourselves here. Um, <laughs> you're amazed. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just amazed I said exactly the same as the last time I was here. Like, you I say every time we have a guest on. I said it when we had Lucas <laughs> on, remember? I've mastered it. I've mastered it. She has. It. In fairness, she has. <laughs> mm. 
there's no like uh, silent recording uh, that's not in view of the recording. No, it, nearly three years on, on we have not mastered. <laughs> <laughs> it's all me. Look, we're a bit rough around the edges, but you know, it's, it's how I like to live. Part of your charm. That's, that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> Right, so first up, so the biggest night in music took place on Sunday. It was a night of big hair, uh, album announcements, and even and Beyonce's even bigger hat. Uh, the winners of the major categories for the Grammys are in, so let's read them out. So Record of the Year went to Flowers by Miley Cyrus. A Song of the Year went to What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish from Barbie. Best New Artist went to Victoria Monet. Best Pop Solo Performance, Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Best pop duo slash group performance went to Ghost in the Machine by SZA uh, featuring Phoebe Bridgers. Best pop vocal album, Midnight's by Taylor Swift. Best pop dance recording, Padam Padam by Kylie Minogue. Best rock performance, Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Best rock song, Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Best rock album, This Is Why by Paramore. Best alternative music performance, This Is Why by Paramore. Best Alternative Music Album, The Record by Boy Genius. Best R&B Performance, I See You by Coco Jones. Best R&B Song, Snooze by SZA. Best Progressive R&B Album, SOS by SZA. And finally, the biggest one, Album of the Year, went to Midnight's by Taylor Swift. Nice. I don't think I've I've listened to any of those songs. Do you... <laughs> I can imagine your music taste, Brian. <laughs> You'd be fucking surprised with my music taste. Um, because I can go see the likes of Florence and the Machine and ah. uh, Ellie Golden, and then I'll go see Motley Crue and Def Leppard. Nice. That's a bit like you, Kate. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but I didn't. I didn't want to call myself out like that. No, <laughs> I'm the exact same, Brian. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I like. I like. I like a lot of version. I, I like a lot of variety of uh, mm-hmm. artists. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say it. I like. Uh, imagine dragons and I like um, I do prefer all the other elderly musicians so the likes of the Beatles Billy Joel oh, yeah. Nett and Elton all that I prefer all them you'll never I'll never I'll never see myself going to a Harry Styles or a um, Ed Sheeran or anything like that okay. it's just not my taste but yeah I do have this flaw about myself that I hear a song, okay, I know it. I may not know who sings it. And then you tell me the name of a song or you tell me who sings it. Great. But if I don't if I don't hear it, I uh well, I don't know what it is. Unless it comes from a movie like the one from Barbie. So I can imagine mm-hmm. I've heard that one because I saw the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No. Electric energy. Electric energy. If you told me that song, uh from Boy George, because uh Fucking, it was he's using our girl movie, and that's a fucking whopper tune. That's a fucking great tune. Yeah, I like that. Like if I hear something in a in a film or a TV show or an ad, it just sticks in my head, and it's from that. Uh ads and theme tunes will never leave me. <laughs> like songs from them, never. And it's it's some weird thing I have. Um, but I just want to bring this back, Evan. You said Beyonce's big. It was that big. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say about the hat? Bitchy dramatic like, pause. Her hat wasn't that big. Like I don't know what happened there. Um fuck's sake, Evan. Look, it was it was quite a big hat. I'm just <laughs> It's not that big. It's just like I'm hell look boy this up. hat. 
yeah, I looked it up because I was like, what do you mean big hat? Is there something I missed? It's just Beyonce, a campfire. that is the thing you took away from her. <laughs> <laughs> just a regular old Stenson. No, no when we were chatting the next day about Miley winning two Grammys, we you love Miley Cyrus. I not love that big of a hat. It's, it's, it's a pretty big, big it's a big hat. Now, maybe no. for a baby, but not for Beyonce. All right, David, I would like to see you in a hat like that. <laughs> give, give, give me the hat and I'll wear it, man. I'm not afraid. <laughs> uh, I have a hat in the corner there, but it's it's at the far side of the room, and I, I don't want to get up. <laughs> David knows. David knows yeah. the hat I'm talking yeah. about. I know the hat, and that's no bigger than Beyonce's hat. Why are we talking about Beyonce? Because I just needed. I just needed you, to bring that up. You, the most awarded brought... artist in Grammy history, and we're talking about our fucking hats. You brought it up, Evan. So just say I know here. I needed to get you a little. I needed a segue. Um, no, I am. I am really happy for Miley, though. I can't. Mm. It was her first Grammy, and I know she won too. But like, still, mm. she won her second one on the night. She won her fourth one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, one of those was for Miley. The other one was for Hannah Montana. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. gets the best of both worlds now. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Thanks, we, learned, we learned that David is a big Hannah Montana fan. <laughs> oh, if you're ever doing a Hannah Montana episode, you know who to call, all right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, nobody's perfect, but I'm perfect for that one. I'll be a real rock star, okay? No, nah, I'm a wizard of Waverly Place guy. Um... <laughs> yeah, no, like we are, we are Miley Cyrus. So, Bring it back to religion. Mine and Evan's religion. <laughs> no, I thought I thought you were taking the piss there. Back to religion anyway. The therapy <laughs> session. Well she does have a point. Yeah. She has a point to make with this. <laughs> yeah, no, Miley Cyrus is is mine and Evan's God. Like she is God is a woman, and she is Miley. She is. So um, we we always pray to Miley if you <laughs> need something. Yeah, and, she um, yeah. Yeah, she has a last well, she's doing a fucking better job than the other man is. So. <laughs> you have a point. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to move on to the next headline. Uh, well, seeing as we have some Star Wars fans with us, I assume, um, today we need to talk about the Mandalorian because Gina Carano, uh, who was fired from the show, is lawyering up, lawyering up, sorry, with none other than Elon Musk. Uh, she says, today is an important day for me. I am filing a lawsuit against Lucasfilm and Disney after my 20 years of building a career from scratch and during the regime uh, and during the regime of former Disney CEO Bob Chapek and Lucasfilm. So this comes after the actress made questionable comments in regards to the Holocaust and Judaism. A couple of months ago, Elon Musk tweeted that if you have been fired uh, from, use, uh, from using the platform X, Twitter, X Erasure, uh, for exercising your right to free speech he would like to offer these people legal representation quite the noble offer but never in my wildest dreams would i have thought anyone would take on my case against lucasfilm or and disney i would like to express my deepest gratitude and thank you to elon musk and twitter for giving me an opportunity to bring my case to light as for me i'd love to pick up where i left off and continue my journey of creating and participating in storytelling which is my utmost passion and everything i worked so hard for it's been difficult to move forward with these lies and labels stuck on me, backed and encouraged by the most powerful entertainment company in the world. I am grateful and 
I am grateful someone has come to my defense in such a powerful way and look forward to clearing my name. Yeah, her absence from season three of Mandalorian really shown. That's why that season sucked. Really? <laughs> I'm being a little bit sarcastic because the third season, in my opinion, was not okay. good. But, I mean, I mean, she was there, she wasn't there. Makes no, it makes no difference. Like, she's not the be all end all of it. I thought she was, her character was a good female lead for the Mandalorian to make an appearance every now and then but um I actually didn't read what she's what she tweeted. Yeah it was um, a big lengthy one now I had to shorten it down. Right. But I think I did hear she had a repetition of of posting uh a lot of stuff and I think I did hear she was given warnings to stop and <clears> she never stopped. But I I never read into it. I'm actually not really a Twitter guy or X. So I, I don't I don't I don't I'm not really actually on Twitter myself personally. Mm. But good for her. Yeah, like I don't know. I just mean oh I'm sick of this. Like, why is Elon Musk being a lawyer now? Like go away. <laughs> Honestly, like that man just needs to stop. Yeah, honestly. And if she was given warnings, then she has no leg to stand on. Because no, that's true, yeah. Above board, like, that is, that's the legality, is that you have to be given warnings before you're fired. So I just think it's all stupid. I don't mean to change the topic, but it's, it's uh, so much. But then I, I'd actually like your opinion, Katie and Evan. Mm-hmm. And sure David there as well. <laughs> No, thanks <laughs> Melissa. Oh man, you're welcome. Melissa Barbera, uh, if that's how you pronounce it. Ah, right? yes. From Scream 7, she was fired from because of some tweets she posted. Mm-hmm. Um, that Hollywood says, No, 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 don't do that. And I don't think she got any warning, she was just fired. Yeah, but I feel like that's because it was a current issue and um she probably has a clause in her contract that says like you cannot speak about anything ongoing and they're like I don't feel like that was um a I don't think she was rightfully in in like the what am I trying to say I don't think that it was right for them to drop her because she wasn't speaking harmfully and Mm. she didn't say anything wrong but we don't know what her contract entails and we don't know if her contract says you cannot speak out on anything without like basically in my job's contract I have you cannot speak about things on behalf of blah blah blah. but even if I was seen to be speaking with say like my lanyard on that could be still taken as my company saying that so I could be I could be fired immediately so we don't know that that's not in her contract Hmm. but I still think it was absolutely horrific and it wasn't right. But um, as f- I'm, I'm a legal gal. I like the law and I like rules. And if if you break the rules, you have to be punished. So that's how I feel. Yeah, no, that's good. Rules, rule, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I do, though. I am. I'm very like, I like rules. And there's even a current situation going on in my own life where I'm like, no, like this happened and... 
I need to face repercussions and someone else is like no not really I'm like no yeah no I do but you know <laughs> I'm very I'm a real kind of gal so if you did breach your contract then I'm sorry you breached the contract if you sign on a dotted line and you break that you break it you know but again that's only me that's only me going off that there was a legality there there probably wasn't they probably just put bosses being horrible yeah I like the thought yeah. of your boyfriend, Katie, like um, downloading a movie illegally and then you find out after the fact, you're like, I'm sorry, I had to call the guards. You can't, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't steal a car. You can't steal a movie. Or Kevin gets slated every week. I know, yeah. Good thing he doesn't listen. No, listen. <laughs> <laughs> he says he does, but I'm like, please. please no, you don't. Because <laughs> I speak about you way too much. <laughs> um, Yeah, that actually, that ad plays in my mind so much. Um, <laughs> but no, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like freak out over that, but like, I am a very real stand girl. I'm like, no, yeah. no. Right. Completely fair enough. So I'm going to move on to the last headline and I have prepared something for this as it is something that I, um, <laughs> quite <laughs> well versed of it. So Charmed premiered in 1998. And although I was only two years old, um, I would see it in my later childhood years at my auntie's house and at a friend's house who had the DVD box set. As the 27-year-old teenager I am now, I have returned to the show and my love for the Hallibel sisters has returned. However, recent events have occurred with the cast of Charmed and let's say it's not magical. In December 2023, Holly Marie Combs and Shannon Doherty, uh, she went on Sharon, Shannon Doherty's podcast and the pair spoke about Shannon's firing in season three, saying that Alyssa Milano offered the producers an ultimatum, uh, which ultimately led to Shannon leaving and Rose McGowan stepping in. Since the show's end in 2006, Shannon, Holly and Rose have shared their not-so-pleasant experiences working with Alyssa Milano, whilst Alyssa has remained diplomatic in her responses and praised the work of her fellow co-stars. Things have recently hit the fan with the girls. It began when at Megacon Orlando, Alyssa Milano, unaccompanied by her co-star, answered a fan's uh, question in regards to the drama. You can see the full response on TikTok, but I'll just share some of this with you now. She said, I will just say that I'm sad. I don't think it's really I don't think it's really that I'm sad for me or for my life or how it does or does not affect my life. I'm the most sad for the fans. I'm the most sad that a show that has meant so much to so many people has been tarnished by a toxicity that is still to this day, almost of a quarter century later, still happening. And I'm sad that people can't move past it. And I'm sad that we can't all just celebrate the show that meant so much to all of us. Do I wish we could all sit on this stage? Yeah, because again, that was like almost a quarter of a century ago. The fan uh, who asked the initial question said that the drama between the actresses does not ruin the show. She said, uh, Alyssa responded, I don't want to ruin the show, wanted to ruin the show. I want that show to mean everything to you that it possibly can because that's the only way it really justifies the hurt. So your love heals the experience. Alyssa posted the transcript uh, to Instagram in her and in her caption mentioned that there was an onset mediator, but both Holly and Shannon decided not to partake in the mediation. She also said she did not have the power to get anyone fired. And once Shannon left, they had five more successful seasons that she's forever grateful for. At the next day at Megacon, Holly Marie Combs, Rose McGowan and Shannon Doherty all sat in a panel together in regards and answered the question in regards to what Alyssa said. Shannon took out her phone and read a pre-written piece and it goes a little something like this. At this point in my life with my health diagnosis, I'm sorry if I start crying with uh, fighting horrific disease every day. It is also incredibly important to me that the truth actually be told as opposed to the narrative that others put out there for me. 
We told her together, we told our truths and we are standing by our truths. And it is only through my battle with cancer that I decided to address this trauma and be open and honest about it so I, that I can actually heal from a livelihood that was taken away from me, a livelihood that was taken away from my family because somebody else wanted to be number one on the call sheet. And that is the truth. Since I started writing this last night, Holly Marie Combs has taken to her Instagram and decided to comment. Here's just a few uh, snippets of what she had to say. She said, this is not revisionist history. Uh, although I have long uh, wanted the girls to get along for the sake of something bigger than all of us uh, combined, it was not on the cards. And I have a big problem with injustice. I heard that Alyssa said she did not have the power to fire anyone, which is ironic because that was actually all about power. But let's go with that and let me explain what she did have the power to do. She had the power to stop the process at any time. She had the power not to talk to the mediator or therapist brought on to protect profits. As I refuse to speak with him because I do, I go to work to do my job, not to talk about my feelings with a strange man. When the producer said, okay, we will let Shannon go. Alyssa ha also had the power to say no. I don't want that, but she did not. She had the power to say no, uh, just as Shannon said, no, I don't want you to replace Alyssa. Charmed, uh, she finished off by saying, Charmed was made for all of you. And lastly, the truth of the matter is, we are all, uh, is we are all, despite our differences, ingre incredibly grateful for the dysfunctional family in every way at uh, the end. Now, you're probably wondering, why I've gone into great detail about this. And the answer is this. Charmed is a show with a long lasting legacy, much like Friends or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You can agree or disagree. To see the show's legacy be derailed by petty drama, although entertaining, is disheartening. You may wonder whose side I'm on. And the answer is this. I'm on no one's side, except for the fictional Halliwell sisters who stood for female <laughs> empowerment and fighting the many evils of this world. Your fans are the ones who kept your show on the, on the air for eight years who pay for your tickets to these conventions and who rewatch your show religiously. I'm not begging for a re reunion, not begging for a reboot. I'm not even begging for an Instagram live. But what I am suggesting is that you carry on your legacy and do not let your fans down. The show's motto was that the power of three can set us free and the power of your show's legacy can evoke conversations about feminism, female empowerment and why being labeled a witch isn't necessarily a bad thing. So to these actresses, I say use your powers for good and practice the magic that your show preached for eight magical seasons. Well said. Yeah. No, uh, well spoken, Evan. Thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> and that was completely <laughs> off the cuff. You just wrote that. You just had that memorized. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was straight from the heart. Thank you for coming for, to my TED Talk. I've never watched Charmed, say, for maybe the odd episode here and there mm. before streaming took over. Yeah, maybe maybe on YouTube or maybe broadcasted somewhere in the telly that I caught, and I wasn't you know I wasn't leaving the room or anything, and I just managed to watch the entire episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think I watched one with Robert England. He was in a, it was a guest star on an episode. Ah, uh, yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different show, but I've never sat down to watch um Charmed, but I do know it. I think my f I think I've always ha had that my favorite one was the. She was originally the middle child, but then she uh, was the eldest once she, uh, the actress was fired after Shannon. the third season. So the the eldest sister from seasons four to eight, she's my favorite. But I forget her name. 
Piper, is it? Piper. There's a Piper, there's Paige, there's Phoebe, there's and there's Polly, Priya. there's Priya. There's, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> pretending you've never seen it before. You're actually yeah, I love it. He's like, I've like, never seen it, but Piper Page. <laughs> I don't really know it. Like <laughs> I I no, I, I remember them starting with the peas and all that and all that, but no, I I haven't watched it. I've seen, like I said, I've seen maybe hmm. two episodes to the fullest max, but that's it. See, well, the way I, you I are just, about detective shows is the way I am about shows that have supernatural abilities. That's true. Get you would attest to this. <laughs> Evan loves a bit of supernatural, don't you? Yeah, anything with vampires, well, witches, super- or death. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's if it's blatantly straightforward supernatural, but there's certainly something fucked up about the latest season of True Detective, so maybe I should recommend that for you. There you go. Let me get right. Right, so if there's no more to say, Katie, introduce this week's topic. This week, everyone, you'll be joining us on our adventure where we meet a roguish but charming pirate who has met with his nemesis that steals a ship, all while a beautiful captain's daughter secretly pines for a blacksmith who's equally as smitten with her, and lots of fights happen. Yes, everyone, that's right. This week, we're talking about the one and only Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. So, Brian, what is your history with Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl? This came out in 2003, was it? Yeah. Um, I remember my mother took me, my two sisters, I think maybe my eldest brother as well, to see this new movie in the cinema. I, I think it might have been, I can't remember if it was the IMC in Dundalk or um, the old cinema in Drogheda. It closed down, but re back up. It opened back up. Maybe it was the IMC. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it was the IMC because I was small. It felt like the auditorium was much, much bigger. Mm. Um, we go into the auditorium, completely empty except for one heavy set fellow with glasses and a suit, who looks like Wayne Knight from Jurassic Park <laughs> for some reason. I just, I just <laughs> see that. I don't know why, but that's the closest example. Sitting way far up in the top of the auditorium. Uh, on the edge of a seat with a box of popcorn and I I just remember my sister uh, was telling that story like just, just one middle aged man just sitting there while this family of us going in to watch this Pirates movie and I didn't know I can't remember like oh what's this movie we're going to see or anything like that I just remember you know um, the memory being uh, referring to like images you know because when you think back on memory it's pretty much just images uh, especially the longer it becomes a distant memory mm. but I do remember going in and taking it all in just watching the movie now can't remember any initial thoughts or anything but I'm pretty sure I liked it um, my mother loves Johnny Depp uh, if I ever uh, get my hands on him I'm going to uh, ask him to uh, say hi to uh, to my mother so because uh to me, she he was like her crush. So I did not know where that was going. <laughs> no, 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 nothing, nothing malicious here, <laughs> nothing, uh, no foul play going on here, anything like that. No, 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 no. Um, but the Fire Scare being a franchise that has now become silly, to say the least in the most least offensive manner. But 
uh, a very much iconic in its in its own right. And even the movie, the first one on its own, like if it's just perfect. Like I don't know if you if you mean to go through the story or anything, but in the opening mm. uh, sequence of Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow, the music is playing quite triumphantly, like as if the music is playing inside his head. Uh, he's uh, it's very proud moment, very honorable type of music. Um, quite a leader, and he's a. Uh, He's at the top of the is you know his uh, vessel jumps down oh it's sinking it's just this little tiny little boat but he he's still proud to like, mm. as if oh it doesn't matter the size of the ship it's what you do with it and uh, the boat perfectly sinks in time for him to step onto the boardwalk and he just you know is Johnny Depp walk and just is acting and and then his escape the way he goes about it, he does it. As he goes, he's 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 dangerous, and the mistake they made down the line—not to get ahead of myself or anything—but is like they they really uh blurred that line of he's Captain Jack Sparrow to he's Captain Jack the Clown Sparrow. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's a it's a franchise I'd like to have one more, with the intention of it being a send off, but. The first one is definitely a classic, and I think in in total it's a, it's a great solid trilogy, and and then and then a good standalone being the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and David, what's your history with uh, this movie? I'm not going to say the title again; it's too long. <laughs> um yeah i i can't remember to be honest like the way brian can with saying that he saw it in cinema i can't remember seeing it if i'd even saw it in cinema could have been a dvd one i remember just loving it. i remember it being you think that it's going to be just that like regular pirate movie and then all of a sudden it switches to the the supernatural element to it and you're like what is going on why are there skeletons on this boat it's it's crazy but uh no i i can't remember my exact history with it now i remember later on in the series i remember seeing the second one i actually saw it on i think it was on a ferry to like go over to england so i saw it on a boat which was fitting um and that was my first instance of like a cliffhanger cliffhanger ending you know where jack is eaten by the kraken and you know it's over and i'm like or barbosa comes down the stairs at the end and you're like oh it's about to get and then the credits roll i'm like i turned to my dad i was like what, where's the rest of the movie <laughs> um you know and then it, i remember it being a huge deal when the third one came out like so um not as not as vivid a memory of the first one but the the, the second and third one very much mm. i remember those very very clearly but still i uh, like we'll get into it later when we're discussing the actual film but like brian said for all those reasons brian said and more it is like a perfect film super yeah they did remind me david that with being the skeletons i think i might have been told that there were uh ghosts or skeletons and when you see them for the first time i was like great time and mm. then and then you get to see them all again at the end it's uh it's like uh it's like in the mummy returns you know those little uh skeleton goblin things mm-hmm. so i was told these these little creatures are going to be in ahead of seeing the movie I just remember yeah so you're sitting waiting for them you're sitting waiting for them to appear like great time up to it <laughs> and evan what's your history with this movie so uh, I had a friend who loved these pirates movies, and I think it was when the second one, Dead Man's Chest, was coming out. He's he 
his family were like going to take me to see it and I never expressed interest in going to see it. So I don't know why that was happening. Um, so and then he was I was like, I haven't seen the first one. So I think he'd lent me the DVD and I watched it once before going to see Dead Man's Chest. And oh. that was my history with it. I had I actually don't know why I say I was never really into this. We're going to get into it later. But I had a Will Turner action figure, which now explains a lot. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had one of the action figures anyway. Yeah, it was definitely Will. Huh. Um, and then that was my history. That's my kind of history with pirates in general. Not not Pirates of the Caribbean, not actual pirates. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> what's your history so I can stop talking? <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah. So my history is the only movie, uh, the only parts of the Caribbean movie that I'd seen up until, uh, in prep in preparation for this episode was on Stranger Tides. <laughs> so I hadn't seen the first one, hadn't seen the second one. I think that's the third one, is it? Fourth. Fourth. So I hadn't seen the third one either. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> The only one I seen because I went to see it with school and I had no choice. <laughs> and then um, I I have this thing where when people like something a lot and then I'm like, you have to watch it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. So that's basically why I didn't watch it. But then I watched it for this episode and I'll tell you my thoughts on it later. Right. So I'm going to recap uh, Curse of the Black Pearl. So I'm going to get into it. Um, when I can find my notes, why am I scrolling? I'm so all over the place. Thank you. Are you okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Have a break, Evan. Have a break. Have a break. Hey, I'm Fine. here, man. You I've got enough to take here. over. Okay, you want this podcast too? I get it. Here, I've got I've got an update here. I was uh, scrolling on on Twitter uh, with the X erasure, like you're saying. We're scrolling on Twitter, and apparently, uh, red alert here. Disney considers Io Edibari as a replacement for Johnny Depp in Pirate Six. Okay, That's right, a, iconic. Maybe a hot, <laughs> maybe a hot scoop there. So, oh my god, how timely! I love that. Did that just really? come, come up? Really? Yeah, it just yeah. came up there. Yeah, yeah. Me and Katie manifesting on this podcast. There was one involving Doctor Who the last time. <laughs> yeah, there was actually. Remember, uh, we'll we'll talk about that later on. But um, we do we manifest stuff. We've never manifested while recording though. So. Yeah. So I have, I, I have it in my head that Karen Gillan should lead a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I think Margot Robbie was uh, rumoured for a little bit, wasn't she? Yeah, I don't know. I think that, I don't know if that's put on hold or delayed or cancelled, but that was supposed mm. to be considered the spin-off, whereas I believe Karen Gillan was rumoured at one point to lead the sixth one, if you get mm. the drift. She'd be good. I like Karen Gillan. Mm. I prefer her. I would rather her instead mm. of Margot Robbie. Like She's Barbie. She's yeah, one Hardy, Hardy Quinn. I don't know why I just couldn't think of that there. And she's pretty much the female lead to a lot of um, uh, gentlemen, Will Smith, Leonardo, yeah, uh, uh, Brad Pitt, all them. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I'm gonna recap the film, then we'll discuss. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, the film starts. A young Elizabeth is singing about pirates. She's stopped by Mister Gibbs and Mister Narrington. Um, Elizabeth sees, uh, says she'd like to meet a pirate, uh, pirate. She sees an umbrella in the water, followed by a boy lying on a piece of wood. As the ship continues to sail, they find another ship on fire. Mr. Gibbs blames it on pirates. Uh, Elizabeth meets Will Turner on the boat. 
She sees his medallion and realizes he's a pirate. So we cut to the present day. A grown up Elizabeth still has the medallion. She places it around her neck and runs to cover it in order to let the staff in. They give her a dress. Her father wants her to wear the dress to Norrington ceremony. The grown up Will Turner brings Mr. Swan a sword. He's reunited with Elizabeth and she tells him she had a dream about him. She leaves and heads to the ceremony. Captain Jack Sparrow sails by catching the eye of some locals. He gets stopped for not trying, uh, for not tying up his boat. He gives he gives him three shillings and they move on. The ceremony is underway and Elizabeth keeps fanning herself. Uh, Jack gets stopped by two guards on the dock. He mentions the Black Pearl, a ship which some are unsure of how real it is. The guards argue as Jack sneaks his way onto the ship. Elizabeth and Mr. Norrington talk as she struggles to breathe. She passes out over the edge and into the ocean. Mr. Larrington uh, takes notice and calls for help. She sinks to the bottom of the ocean and Jack hops in to save her. He takes her corset off her and hands her, hands her to the guards. She wakes up gasping for air, so Jack notices her necklace and wonders where she got it. Mr. Norrington uh, realises Jack is a pirate and that's when we find out he is in fact Jack Sparrow. Elizabeth pleads with Mr. Norrington to, re- to release Jack from the shackles. He grabs her in order to get what he wants. Jack pushes Elizabeth and makes a lucky escape. Jack manages to hide from the guards and steal a weapon. He hides in a locksmith where the locksmith is uh, sleeping. Uh, this is Mr. Gibbs, so he tries... Um, actually, it isn't, sorry. Um, he tries to uh, free himself from the shackles and eventually manages to do so. Will shows up and notices some things out of place. Jack and Will meet with a sword between them, so Jack thinks he knows Will. Will grabs a sword and they enter into a sword fight. Jack tries to leave when Will flings his sword across the room. Jack points out that Will has no weapon and he grabs a sword from the fire. The two engages in a series of sword fighting events. Uh, The guards are trying to break in. The locksmith has woken up and hits Jack over the head with a bottle. Jack has been thrown in the dungeon with the other prisoners. Uh, Elizabeth is in bed and she's telling the maid about the events of her day. She is conflicted about whether to marry Mr. Norrington. So cannons are being blown and the Black Pearl has arrived to Jack's delight. The villagers all panic as pirates take over. Will uses his skills to help as many people as he can by killing a few pirates. So Mr. Norrington tells the Baron uh, to barricade himself in his office. Elizabeth runs downstairs to warn the help not to let them in. So they shoot the doorman and Elizabeth runs upstairs. She locks the doors and uh, manages to hurt a few pirates. She heads to the dining room. She tries to grab a sword, but it's stuck. She hides in the closet and they find her. They're looking for the medallion. She requests uh, Parley and wants to see the captain. Will sees Elizabeth getting taken by the pirates. Uh, he gets a knock to the head and passes out. They break down the walls and the prisoners escape, uh, except for Jack. Jack tries to get the dog to give him the key and he fails. The pirates find Jack in the cell and then he realises the curse is real. Elizabeth is being taken to meet uh, the captain. She boards the ship and gets a smack. She meets Captain Barbosa and wants to negotiate. She wants him to leave and never come back. She threatens to drop the medallion into the water. She's about to drop it uh, drop it to mess with them, but realises what they're after. Uh, she says her name is Elizabeth Turner, and she's a maid. Captain Barbosa and the pirates take Elizabeth away on the Black Pearl. Will pleads with Mr. Norrington to save Elizabeth. Uh, he runs to meet Jack uh, to talk about the Black Pearl. Uh, Jack says Will will have to save Elizabeth alone. Will says he'll get Jack out as he builds, as he built the cells. Will breaks the cell and lets Jack out. They travel underwater in order to not to be seen. They sneakily board a ship and take over a ship. As uh, At first, they're greeted with laughs, but end up taking the ship. 
Mr. Norrington and his men try to stop them. Will tells Jack his life story. Will believes Jack knew his father. Jack admits Will, Will's father was a pirate. Will draws his sword and Jack uses the mast to, uh, to leave him hanging off the ship. So they come to a truce. Will and Jack arrive on the island of drunken men and women. Uh, Jack gets slapped twice. Jack wakes up uh, Mr. Gibbs and Mr. Gibbs and Jack sit together and discuss the Black Pearl and Will's father. Jack decides to hold a uh, crew to go after the Black Pearl. The pirates bring Elizabeth uh, a dress from dinner. She sits for dinner and devours food and wine. Captain Barbosa tries to poison her with an apple and she says she is of no value and wants to be let go. So Barbosa says Will's necklace is valuable and cursed. He talks about the curse as Elizabeth takes a knife. Uh, he says he's not going to kill her yet as any she tries to stab him. After running around, she stabs him and he takes his knife. She runs out to find many uh, undead pirates on the ship. Captain Barbosa says the moon shows them for what they really are. He walks out into the moon and his skull face appears. Captain Jack is meeting his new crew. He asks Mr. Cotton, a mute with a parrot, a question. Anna Maria shows up and slaps Jack Sparrow. She says he stole her boat. Will says she'll get a better boat, a.k.a. the boat that they sailed in on. The crew set sail during a storm and the Black Pearl pirates take Elizabeth to a cave. Jack's crew uh, come by a number of wrecked ships. Uh, Jack used, used to be the captain of the Black Pearl. Will is told about Jack's escape and wants to use his one shot on Barbosa. Jack walks in on the story being told. The Black Pearl pirates have come across treasure. Will and Jack journey into a cave and Jack is pointing out Will's pirate tendencies. They see the Black Pearl pirates in the cave. Uh, Barbosa unlocks the treasure of Cortez. Will and Jack are waiting for the opportunity to strike. So Barbosa is about to kill Elizabeth. Uh, Jack's, Jack hides watching this and Will knocks him out. Barbosa uses Elizabeth's blood on the necklace to break the curse. Elizabeth reveals she's not William Turner's daughter. Barbosa knocks her out. Will saves Elizabeth and they run off. The monkey is pointing to where they ran with the medallion. Jack is reunited with the pirates and they all uh, aim at him. Will and Elizabeth make it back to the ship. Barbosa wants to kill, uh, wants his pirates to kill Jack. Jack says he knows whose blood they need. The ship has sailed off. Will puts a bandage around Elizabeth's hand. Will and Elizabeth are about to kiss and she gives him the medallion. Will realises his blood is needed to break the curse and he is a pirate. Uh, Barbosa and Jack uh, discuss who's in charge and whose word they should be trusting. They're coming up on the ship and Jack tries to come up with a plan for a truce. Barbosa gets Jack thrown in a cell. The other pirates are trying to divert the ship. The Black Pearl is getting closer and Will says they should fight. Elizabeth says to lower the anchor. The anchor gets caught in a rock and they fire at each other. Jack escapes the cell. Anna Maria wants to give them Elizabeth. Will goes to get the medallion. The Black Pearl pirates have made their way onto the other ship. Jack swings into action and is on the other ship now. Jack asks Elizabeth where the medallion is and where Will is. Will is close to drowning. She tries to save him before getting taken away. Jack chases after the monkey and Barbosa has the medallion now. The crew has been kidnapped and the boat explodes. Elizabeth thinks Will has died and ends up on the Black Pearl. He wants to free Elizabeth and threatens to kill himself. Jack tries to protect Will's identity and Will reveals uh, his father is Bootstrap Bill. Will's, uh, Will names the terms uh, that Elizabeth goes free. Elizabeth is made walk the plank. It's all a lie and Will's been tied up. Barbosa asks for the dress back. She takes it off and throws it at him. Elizabeth is forced off the plank. Jack is made walk the plank and jumps, jumps off. Uh, he and Elizabeth wind up on a deserted island together. Elizabeth wants to know how Jack escaped last time. He opens a door in the sand and pulls out some rum. Jack's story is a lie. A drunk Jack and Elizabeth run around a the campfire. They fall and talk about the 70s. 
Elizabeth leans into Jack and he tries to make a move. They cheer to freedom and the Black Pearl. Jack wakes up and Elizabeth is burning barrels of food and rum. She is bur uh, burning to, sing to signal the Royal Navy. Elizabeth is saved and she wants Jack to join them. Elizabeth agrees to marry the Commodore, a.k.a. Mr. Narrington. Uh, the crew are in the cells of the Black Pearl. Will talks to a pirate who knew his father. Barbosa throws the keys to free Will. Elizabeth is locked aboard the ship as per Jack's request. Jack rows uh, into the cave and the Black Pearl crew are there. The blood ceremony is about to begin and Jack shows up. Barbosa is about to slit Will's throat and Jack says he doesn't want to do that. Barbosa asks why and Jack tells him that there's a ship waiting for them. Jack explains that Barbosa will have two ships and offers himself as captain. Will realises Jack has been planning this from the beginning. Jack and Barbosa make the agreement. The Black Pearl crew heads of the ships. The Commodore and his men are aiming at two pirates dressed up as ladies. The Black Pearl crew are sneaking onto the ship. Elizabeth has escaped as all this is happening. Once her cover is blown, a huge battle breaks out. Jack decides to fight Barbosa and Will joins him in that. Elizabeth sneaks onto the Black Pearl. The monkey is thrown overboard and uh, she hides from the pirates. She heads down to free the crew. Cannons are blown as the Commodore and his men are back, head back to the ship. The governor who's been hiding is, is found out. Jack stabs Barbosa, but it has no effect. Jack is stabbed and his skeleton is revealed in the moonlight. The sword fight continues. The governor enters into a tussle with the skeleton hand. Jack wants Barbosa to surrender. Elizabeth frees his crew and tries to get them onto the boat. They have the pearl and they don't want to go against the code. Elizabeth heads into the cave solo to save Jack and Will. The pirate sees the Black Pearl being stolen. Elizabeth shows up to save Will. Barbosa aims a gun at Elizabeth and is shot by Jack. Will drops by the bloody medallion into the chest. Barbosa dies. The Black Pearl crew all surrender. The governor, uh, the governor comes out of his hiding place. Will and Elizabeth smile at one another. Elizabeth returns to the ship and Jack says he missed his opportunity. Jack, Will and Elizabeth set ba uh, sail back to the ships. Jack is sentenced to a hanging. Elizabeth says this is wrong. The parrot signals to Will. Will tells Elizabeth he loves her. Jack is about to be hung. Elizabeth passes out and Will saves Jack. Uh, Jack and Will fight the guards in order to escape. Will pleads with the Commodore and the Governor and Elizabeth stands by his side. Elizabeth said her heart lies with Will. Jack notices the parrot. Jack also said it would never have worked between him and Elizabeth. Jack takes a leap and escapes Port Royal. Jack sees the Black Pearl. The Governor and the Commodore let Jack go. Will gets off with a warning and they all move on. Jack has chosen, uh, Elizabeth has chosen her path with Will. Elizabeth and Will kiss. Jack boards the Black Pearl and is greeted by the crew. Jack takes on his new role as captain. And that's the end of the movie until we get a post credit scene where Jack the monkey swims to Barbosa's side and takes the medallion. So that was Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Let's discuss. Drink got me hearties, yo ho. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I really liked it, and I didn't think I would. Why is that? I just, I just didn't think it was for me, but I actually did like it. How would you compare it to see having only seen the fourth one? Like, did you? Oh, well, I don't like it more than that, or had is it? Was that just a a one time one that you hadn't really revisited again? First, oh, well, I've never revisited the fourth one again. Like, I just saw in the cinema and, like, honestly, I won't lie, I didn't focus very hard. Like, the only thing I remembered was that there was a fountain of youth in it and Penelope, Penelope Grills was in it. That's all mm. I retained. But I actually prefer the fourth one to the fourth one. Mm. Um, But I just thought that, like, I thought it was going to be another one of these, like, Star Wars things where everyone's like, oh, my God, and I'm like, oh, yeah. 
But like I actually <laughs> What do you mean? I just I I've never seen Star Wars and I never will and I've tried to watch one, half of one before and I just can't get into it because personally I'm just it's not for me and that's okay. And that's how I thought Pirates of the Caribbean was going to be. I really yeah. thought I'm not a pirate girly, like I'm not you know <laughs> Is there any know. is there any franchises comparably to Pirates or Star Wars that you would say you are into, like Harry Potter? Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, right. or Lord of the Rings, like which is funny because I'm like I'm not into the fantasy stuff, and like I like them, but like that's different. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. So basically, I just thought that I I'm not into action movies, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. And this feels like I know it's more of a, I know it's a Disney movie, but it feels like an action movie. Mm. Would I be right? Yeah, no, I'd say action it, adventure. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would go quick to call it adventure. Okay. Mm. Like strictly adventure. No, to me, an action movie, you need to have a gun, gun, guns, and yeah. not not those single shooter pistols, like proper, yeah. like artillery. I, I wouldn't call a World War Two movie an action movie. First, I call it a World War Two movie or a war movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Well, then, adventure movie, right? So, I especially wouldn't really be into adventure movies. Like, I'm more of like rom com, like. Give yeah. me something a bit tuning for the brain. Like, I don't need to focus on the heart. I don't need to follow a story. That's just what I like to consume. So I didn't think that this would be interesting to me. But it really was. I was invested. I was pleasantly surprised, I will say. Yeah. I didn't think... I, I was a bit of the same as Katie. Like, I was just like, yeah, no, Pirates never got into it. Wasn't really for me. Yeah. Um... Well, really? I yeah, never. I don't know what it was. Um, I think it's just, <laughs> maybe it's because me and the friend who was a big Pirates fan no longer speak, and I was like, no, nope. um, <laughs> it's like not happening. Um, but yeah, I think it's like a standalone film. Um, I think it is really good. Yeah, I and agree. it's super gay. <laughs> oh, it's so gay. I love it. It's so gay. Yeah. Uh, it is a light on the humor, but <laughs> I mean, it it can be. That's the type of good like horror for for both adults and kids, you know. I would mm. think, um, Johnny Depp made his own. I don't know if that that's what you mean by it's a gay but um oh him and will like they they are they love each other it's a gay love story <laughs> funny you say that because you've actually reminded me of something else is yeah. uh this story <laughs> uh that the movie is taking place in this is actually i think originally conceived to uh follow the lead character in that of elizabeth swan I think she was actually supposed to be the lead character of the um the story or the movie. And mm. I guess somewhere in the process they made it more about uh Jack Sparrow being the um protagonist. And because between the main characters, he's like the last one to be introduced. Yeah. When was the last mm. time you see you see a yeah. big blockbuster franchise where the main character uh, trick that leads the franchise is one of the last characters to be introduced 
Another another one that comes to mind maybe was it took a it took a while for Chris Pratt to come into the Jurassic World in twenty fifteen because he's uh, the yeah. new character. But I I just I just, that just stuck with me. It's like Jesus, we're almost half an hour in, no Chris Pratt. Yeah, that just that's just another rare example. But that's a franchise well, that that has their legacy sequels, whereas we had the the originals. You know, I'd actually kind of disagree with you a little bit, Brian, in that in that. The I think what makes this work so well is that Jack Sparrow isn't the main character. Mm. I always felt that it is about Will and Elizabeth mm. and that Jack is a great supporting character. And then the problem with the later entries is that they shifted focus and it became about Jack being the main character. And so those ones don't work as well as this. Like they shifted focus and it was, okay, it's all about Jack and he's the main character and he works much better as a character that doesn't have as much focus on you don't know exactly what his motives are like yeah. he could he could sell you up the river for a bottle of rum or he could save your life but you're not sure exactly what ways he's going to fall down on like even at that kind of towards the end when he picks up the um picks up the the uh, piece of gold and he turns into a skeleton himself and elizabeth comes in and she's like i think is it her or will says like Who's Jack fighting for? And he's like, whoever they're saying to is like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, you genuinely don't know because Jack is now a, a skeleton as well fighting. So I think that uh, he actually is, he serves this story much better because he's not the main focus. And then as we go down the other films, especially with the uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales and On Stranger Tides, on Stranger Tides, when he becomes the main focus there, it's not as good. I'll meet you halfway, Davis, and acknowledge and somewhat agree where you're coming from however as a supporting character we get an awful lot of scenes where it's him on his own mm. or it's him commanding the scene mm. and if he's not commanded if he's doing an equal share with the likes of Orlando Bloom or Kira Knightley so mm. he's not he is he's either the commander in the scenes he's on his own or mm. he is share equal command to the characters he's on yeah. screen with. That includes the villain. Uh, well, he's the veteran actor amongst the three. Like any scene that he's in, he is mm. going to be the the yeah. most experienced of the three. So yeah. it's just natural, I suppose. And he is the most caricatured of all three characters. Yes. Yeah. He's well, the, the one that Disney have, you know, kind of uh, characterified or however you want to put it. Like, you know, you know what Jack Sparrow looks like. He's very iconic in his yeah. imagery. Anyone can dress up as him and it doesn't have to be Johnny Depp, but as soon as you start acting a certain way, you know it's Jack Sparrow, it's not just a pirate. Yeah. Well, he's, he's definitely the world's best supporting character in film. Mm-hmm. Then. I think so, absolutely. If that In that case, he's got to be the world's best. He's the best supporting character ever. So, if uh, you're, you're making some uh, foundations you know, mm. in my in my livelihood. And he's He's it's incredible how fully realized he is for the fact that this is like the first movie. Like, I feel like he is fully rounded. He's had a full life and has come to the the screen like fully made. Like there's no figuring out who he is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's all been done before. He comes on and he knows exactly who he is. Um, whereas some of the other characters like Elizabeth and, and um will over the course of the trilogy they do go through a bit of a change they go through an arc themselves whereas jack 
at the end of the trilogy is kind of nearly in exactly the same position as he is at the very beginning of, you know, when we're introduced to him, that he doesn't have the boat, the boat is sinking right under his feet. And he just so happens to always, like, he just, like you were saying there, Brian, earlier on, that he, the boat gets to the dock, right, as he can just be in line with walking onto the dock and he's just away and he's off on his next thing. Like, he doesn't look back, it's fine. Mm. He always always gets away uh, by the skin of his teeth. But it's, it's, it's done so where there's no harm done to him. Mm. Jack Jack never gets physically hurt. Doesn't get stabbed, I don't believe. Doesn't get shot. He he's he's always well capable. Yeah, and, that's, and that's, if, he's, if he's ever caught, he'll he'll get out of the situation. Yeah, that's why I was thinking of like when you were saying that about the boat just hitting the the dock at the right place or the land wherever. Like I feel like that's very symbolic of his character. Like that's that's there for a reason like it's obviously Mm. very purposeful of the direction to be like right he's gonna do this perfectly to kind of show the trajectory of the way his character kind of gets away with Mm. stuff yeah he's very much a character that fails upwards you know he's always in a state of like bumbling around and it just so happens to work out for him like he's the in 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 a real world scenario he's the cartoon character who just always manages to land on his feet and he's like did everyone see that because it it won't be happening again like it's it's a one-time thing and we just so happen to witness it i i i I do do think it got worse though to the point where it just went full clown full cartoon to the point oh absolutely where where instead of him having having a hand in orchestrating let's say, a getaway, or orchestrating a, a plan, he just falls into it. He just falls mm-hmm. into luck, as opposed to having a hand in making some of it himself. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, he's genuinely a very smart character in the the Interceptor scene, you know, where they take the one boat, uh, and they know they can't actually take it, so when the other, when the other, um, the Royal Navy, when they come along, and when they all swing over to the other boat and then him and Will swing to the other one and they're away and they've actually, like, he is smart. He has, even though he seems stupid, it's like, it's all an act really. But as you go through the franchise, he does become like a clown. Like he's just a drunkard who things just happen to and he's along for the ride. Whereas he has a bit more initiative in this one, I think. Yeah, I can't really speak on that because I've seen, one and four so mm. i'd recommend you do the two and three at least you know you don't worry I about four and five will. but two and three yeah yeah i think i will do two and three like mm. i definitely i do have like a taste for pirates of caribbean like i was very and even like kevin was very pleasantly surprised at how well i sat through it and how mm. interested i was yeah yeah because like I wasn't making jokes I wasn't whatever like I was actually just watching and seeing where it went which is quite rare for me mm. so you weren't um, going on your phone you weren't checking what's yeah going no on. no well now I will say um I'm not allowed my phone when I'm watching stuff anymore <laughs> um like it has to be on the other side of the room <laughs> yeah. so if it rings I can still get it but it has to be away <laughs> a stickler for the rules as you were saying earlier yeah David is um, Kevin's biggest fan I think <laughs> 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 I am man he says yeah, I, I might have to implement that in my own house nice guy that's um, nice good um, <laughs> no I like the, the second and third film like I think what they do really well is they build upon some of the stuff that's laid out in the first one like and I think you'll like that okay. like when they 
you obviously find out about uh, Will's dad and, and you know, the curses. That's why you yeah. can lift the curse because he's the blood. In the second one, we actually get to meet his dad and we get a little bit more backstory with him. And then um, how did Jack get the Black Pearl? We find out more about the compass and stuff like that. Like they take a lot of elements from the first movie and they just build upon them as opposed to, all right, here's the same characters in a different story, you know, where it they do mm-hmm. genuinely feel like... I, it's, it's funny with a lot of trilogies, you'll get like, it's a very standard trilogy in the first one is a standalone film. The second one is a very middle film. And then the mm-hmm. third one caps it off. But I think yeah. it does a, the second one does a good job of building upon what the first one laid out. And yeah. I think you will enjoy it. Maybe not four and five. They do, like we're saying there, kind of caricature, like make them a bit more cartoonish. But you'll enjoy two and three. Well, I definitely enjoyed number one. So I'll, I really will give them mm-hmm. a go. And especially like, I'm not a big fan of like, sequels now i know this is like a trilogy so like i don't mind them too much yeah. when actually like a series of something then and, and then movies are made about it that's fine but i do like the idea that it will build off the first movie because i liked it mm. so much so um i also didn't feel as long as it was which was really nice mm. it went yeah like fast it was a good with pace. your recap there evan like there's a lot in it and there's a yeah. lot to get through like uh, you know as you went you know did the full recap there but it does such a good job of not feeling it like you're saying there katie that it doesn't feel like it's a long movie mm-hmm. there's so much that goes on introduced to the characters the world that we're in and then you haven't even met the the crew of the black pearl and then we have to go on the whole adventure find out about the gold like there's a lot that it actually covers but it, it because it's done at such a quick pace yeah and it feels like you're on an adventure with them you're you're happy to be along for the ride yeah, I will say the direction was very good. Like, I did like that. I liked a lot of the shots as well. And I just feel like it was just pieced together in a really nice way. Mm. Evan, do you have any thoughts? You're really quiet in the corner. <laughs> I'm exhausted of that recap. I swear to God, I think I'm out of breath. <laughs> um, I know, it was long. It was, it was a long recap. No, I don't think I'm going to watch the others. I mean, I've only seen one and two. Um... So I don't think I'm going to watch it, dive into the series. One, I just think maybe it's a bit too late. I don't know. You'd probably disagree. Yeah, um, never too late. Seven. It's never, never too, too late. Never too late. It's never too late for you to watch Charmed, Brian, as well. If you, you know, want to <laughs> No, no, that definitely is definitely too late for me. I have way too many shows to be watching. <laughs> no, fair. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to dive full in with this. Um... Also, I think, it, it, like, are they keeping it going? Do you guys know that? They, um, I think yeah. they're at somewhat of a standstill. You'd be surprised if they do shoot out one more with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Or they just might reboot it. Now, reboot it either literally with a new cast and new characters so they're not like gonna cast someone else to be the new Johnny Depp or the new mm. Jenny Depp or sorry mm. you know <laughs> Jenny Sparrow yeah. yeah 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 that type of thing I think I think there is a good chance we might just get a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie but they might play around with the title to let it be known that this is not have the cast that you want but I want another pirate with Johnny Depp, mm. and I. The first three were made as a planned trilogy because yeah. it was it was all done by Gore Verbinski, the same the single director. 
and then they did the fourth one on Stranger Tides as most definitely a perfect standalone. You could even call it a spin-off if you want to play logistics. And then, oh, uh, we're coming around the corner of from 2011 to 2017, so six years. So mm. it's time for a new one. And uh, just, you know, uh, new characters who are pretty much similar from the last time. Um, and I suppose that's my least favorite one, the fifth one, unfortunately, because I like the the whole idea of incorporating the dead men tell no tales uh, as part of the title because it's used as the song, the villain who has a history with Jack. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was it was interesting, but they definitely uh, made a lot of poor decisions. So they left it on a bit of a cliffhanger, that one as well. Like the post credit scene, like you yeah. can see where it could go with the next one. Um, yeah, but, but that, uh, in my opinion, that was done by a a, a lesser team, mm. a, a, a a more better predator, or in the <laughs> hopes that no one is posting mean tweets on Twitter. Mm. So, yeah, that's 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 where they are. I think anyone, I'm pretty sure they know Disney knows and Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer of the whole franchise, he knows, but. It's not as if they've released it or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I don't think we'll see Johnny in a new one personally, but look, only time will tell. Um, But while we're on the topic of not knowing where it's going, Evan, tell us the success of this film. Okay. Um. So the success of Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Wordy the... being spoken on Make It a Podcast. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? <laughs> What success it made to, it made it to make it a podcast. Oh That's right, it was it was spoken in depth. Oh okay, lads, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I think you just need to listen better. Shut the fuck up, says the one. <laughs> <laughs> I listen very well sometimes. <laughs> right, this has gone from Pirates of the Caribbean to a house ride reunion, but you shut up. <laughs> Don't forget the therapy session at the start. That, that yeah. 30 minutes definitely got my money's worth. Oh, our listeners know. Our listeners know. Right, okay. Evan, tell me how successful it was. <laughs> they would say, tell me how successful we are. <laughs> uh, we are. Um, so, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of Black Pearl, uh, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Katie? Wow. Not high enough. No, Higher I... than rent. Higher than rent. You think it's not high enough, David? Uh, I think that... For all of the elements, there's like, what would you have to say that's wrong about it? You know? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Mm. I think it's one of those movies that a lot of people have seen when they were kids and they think back to it and they think back fondly. But having gone, oh, this is brilliant. This is great. There's yeah. a, a real, like, you, you think about it like fondly, like, oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. But then once you get sitting there and watching it, you're like, oh, no, this is actually a great film. You yeah. know, there's nothing. Nothing I would do differently. Nothing wrong with it at all. And for it being a first entry in a franchise, that should be easily a 90. The visual effects as well, like for fuck's sake. So good. It's, they're so great. Mm. The yeah, work, I mean, the job is done. Yeah, yeah, great job. And everything is practical. All the sets. Mm. Big, like, I always had the thought in my head that the era from 2001 to 2009 was not that great for um big movies 
But when I come to think of it, I think we're living that era right now. And I think movies like Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, is a pure, terrific example to use mm. as opposed to, if you want to refer to, a great age of uh, blockbuster cinema. I don't mm. know. I don't know what how to appro- appropriately title it, but uh, definitely great. Yeah, and then the second and third one, you know, um, hold up really well as well. Katie, if you're watching them, like, just take note of the CGI because there's a lot of CGI in it with characters yeah. and stuff. And those are 2006, and you could you could swear that they were made today. Like, genuinely, really, really great CGI. Yeah. And the mythology is great as well. Even actually, with every villain they introduce, they introduce a, a great curse or mythology. Mm or backstory with with the characters even incorporating real life figures and real life um pirates as well so um the villains in the pirates of the caribbean franchise are quite good maybe not the fifth one but even the curse that they had was was also good Mm -hmm. Sorry to interrupt you, Evan, there. Sorry, you can no, going. no, you're okay. Absolutely. Uh, so it made six, uh, this movie made $654 million at the box office against a budget of $140 million. For his performance as Captain Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp won several awards, including Outstanding Lead Performance by a Male Actor in a Leading Role at the SAG Awards, Best Male Performance at the 2004 MTV Movie Awards, and Best Actor at the Ninth Empire Awards. He was also nominated for Best Actor, Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy at the 61st Golden Globe Awards, Best Actor in a Leading Role at the BAFTAs, Best Actor at the 76th uh, Academy Awards, in which Curse of Black Pearl received nominations in Best Makeup, Sound Editing, Sound Mixing, and Visual Effects. Uh, 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 Awards won by the Curse of Black Pearl include Best Makeup and Hair at the BAFTAs, Saturn Saturn Award for Best Costumes, Golden Reel Award for Sound Editing, two VES Awards for Visual Effects, and the People's Choice Award for Favourite Motion Picture. The film started a huge franchise for Disney, with sequels following such as Dead Man's Chest, At World's End, On Stranger Tides, and uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales. A new pirate film is currently under development, and uh, and as David told us earlier, AOL's Berry is more than likely going to be in it. Good. I hope not. And did it win any of the, like, real awards? Like, how many Kids' Choice Awards did it win? Uh, No. (laughs) I will not have Kids' Choice Awards slander here. I'm not. I'm not slandering it, man. If if you didn't get slimed, what's the point? Uh, you know? That's oh the dream, God. isn't it? To win that's one of those Nickelodeon dream. little <laughs> orange blimps. True. That's very very true. Uh, no, it done really well. Like it, it was done absolutely incredibly for the time as well. I feel like this was the first big move that I remember, like, like or even remember hearing of, like during like award season and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Now I know I wasn't very old, but like I just feel like it's the first big movie that I can personally remember that wasn't Harry Potter. I'm pretty sure that the other two were over a billion in their gross as well. I know the third one is. I'm not sure about the second one, but yeah, it's it, like, were... the first one there, like you're saying there, only well, it grossed. I say only, but I can only <laughs> only dream to have as much. But uh, five hundred million, like that, obviously, then greenlit the two sequels for it. But but it's like. Well over a, a billion dollar franchise. Mm. No, and Twilight wasn't. I'm very sad about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Disgraceful. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, me and Kate, you're going to take the reins for this next one. So you're this time, two years are not seat. It's time for a pop quiz. So David, you've been you've been through this before. Yeah, nine out of ten. Uh, score to beat. 
Brian, I hope you're terrified. <laughs> well, I ain't scared of nothing. <laughs> okay, so how do we how do we do this? <laughs> we I was literally this. about to say that I'd say we're just gonna have to go with like we don't have we'll go back and forth. But, mm, yeah, you could do that. Five out oh. of five. Split in okay, half. perfect. Yeah. So um, so whoever gets whoever gets. The five, five correct answers first. What did they win? No, so I'll I'll start and I'll ask you, Brian, and the the first one, and then Evan can ask David the second one, and we'll go back and forward, and then you'll answer five, and David will answer five, and then whoever gets five out of five wins. Oh shit! It's competition. I thought we were a team. Okay, no, I, know. I was trying to figure this out yeah. too. I yeah, so, I'm t- I'm team Katie. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> All right, I'm team Evan. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian, are you ready for the pop quiz? Don't show him the answers. Hold on, that's Gene. <laughs> I'm born ready. <laughs> Perfect. So, question one. What is the first thing young Elizabeth sees in the water? What is the first thing what? Young Elizabeth sees in the water. Uh, flag. The skull flag or debris from the burning ship. Unless you're gonna tell me no, it's Will because he wasn't the first thing. He was that. He wasn't the first thing. Was it an umbrella? Yeah, it was an umbrella. The answer <laughs> is umbrella. <laughs> so you were wrong. All right, fair enough. <laughs> right, so I got it right. You can have that point. I'll give you that point, bro. No, 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 no. not how it works. What's your pity? <laughs> Right, so David, uh, what is Will's job? Oh, uh, blacksmith. Fucking yeah, right. easy. What easy. the hell? What? I still quote that. You know that scene where he walks back in and he like looks at the uh, looks at the guy and he's like, "Just where I left you," and then back to like the hammer and thing, and he's like, "But not where I left you." I quote that daily. I will walk into <laughs> my house and I, I like if you know I left something there. I'm like, ah, just where I left you. And then I just turn my head to look at nothing and you go, but not where I left you. I, I, love I that. quote that to my day, to this day, genuinely. Start divvying up these questions between uh, hard and easy, right? That was, okay, that's okay. Now, we're not that clever, <laughs> Brian. Right. So answer me this one. According to the stories people tell, how did Jack Captain Jack Sparrow escape from the island? Sea Turtles. Barbosa <laughs> marooned him. And I need the full answer. <laughs> on a what of sea turtles I said sea turtles no but okay but no, he is right but um, it's not the word I'm looking for <laughs> what, what? He, 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 he's your real stickler here oh my god hold on he, um, I wrote this he, yeah I he, know but he <laughs> used a bunch of coconuts he used something that like he used something for his he back a bunch of the answer was a raft of sea turtles but <laughs> give him sea turtles I know you have to give it, you have to give it to him, Katie. Come on now. I you, said it before the question was even finished. Uh, like. Well, I'm just saying it was technically a raft, but <laughs> I I will. A raft. Okay, is a difficult here. If I just difficult raft, questions. If if I said raft on its own and not sea turtles, would you like? I I would have I, I, I would have accepted sea turtles. I would have mm. said raft. Also, I wrote the fucking thing. I know. You have the point here. <laughs> I love how difficult your questions are, Katie. Like the next one is going to be like, "What position is Jack Sparrow for me?" And it's like, "Captain." And then, no, okay, Brian, what brand of rum? Somewhere else. What brand of rum 
uh, this Jack drink on the island that we never see the label of. And you have to get the exact year and vintage, Captain Lawrence. It was red. <laughs> right, so David, this one's for you. Who plays Anna Maria? Oh, Anna Maria is Zoe Saldana. Yeah, that's Zoe right. Saldana. One of the highest grossing actors in the world because she is in Pirates of Caribbean, which a lot of people forget that she's in this. Uh, yeah, she's in a very, I forgot very small about that role. Too. She is in Avatar, both number one and number two. And then she is Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers and all that. So she is actually yeah. the highest grossing actress ever. Oh, what did the nerds have on her? I want to know. <laughs> what does she have on the nerds? She's getting know. all these roles. Right. Right. Question five. By what nickname was William Turner's father known? I knew you'd look out for me, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Bootstrap. Bill Turner. Yeah. Correct. You came back around on him. I did. <laughs> I right. Question six, David. What I thought happened? you were going to fuck me over there, Katie, for a second. <laughs> Walk up like Brian. Look at her shoulder gun. <laughs> What the hell is this? That's my point. Sorry, it did look like a gun, but I'm. It's my point. You're already giving me the fingers, or you're giving me a peace sign. Peace sign. Peace and love. Peace and love, always. Right. Question six. Um, David, what happens to Barbosa and his crew in the moonlight? Turn into skeletons. That is right. Is this that was. Is is this a fucking competition or is, I don't know. Is this, is this just for the crack? Like, we why am I getting why am I getting all the hard questions here? I know here you you only got one hard question, Brian. That'll be a money hole. Like. Right. Question seven. Yeah. What piece of fruit does Barbo Barbosa offer Elizabeth? Apple. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. What brand of apple? <laughs> was, it, right. was it A, Pink Lady? <laughs> Vintage slash extinct. Hmm. Okay, so question eight, and I made I made this multiple choice. Um, yeah, so, why not? Yeah, David gets so this one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? David, take your time, right? Yeah, no matter, I'll think about it. Sorry. What fake last name does Jack give at Port Royal? Is it Smith? Porter, Murphy, or more. I'm gonna hedge my bets here and say Smith. It is Smith. Wow, I feel a connection to that. You know, I feel like <laughs> that one might have been written for me. Yeah, not because of my last name, but in spite of it. You know, you throw me off the trail. It's fixed. <laughs> it's oh, she yeah, here, Brian. You hear that? She says it's fixed. <laughs> Wait, Brian, let's finish off strong. Question nine. Finish the quote. Take what you can. Take what you can. Stop laughing, David. Sorry, sorry. Take what you can. Three words. Give nothing back. There you go. Knew it. You knew you get it. Nailed it. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to overconfidently... <laughs> answer mm. yeah no, i know <laughs> I, I thought I, I went into this competition thinking i'm team katie and i'm i'm exiting <laughs> let's just say it not uh, he's not on anyone's yeah. side anymore no. <laughs> he's never coming back you've made an enemy <laughs> an enemy of the care 
<laughs> right, instead, question of, 10. instead of state, it's Kate. <laughs> <laughs> right, question 10. Final question for you, David. What is the name of Barbosa's monkey? Oh, come Jack. on. That's Jack. <laughs> what? It's right, Jack. Okay. What? That's that mean, that, does, Brian does that got it first. I so I does think that that's I, it. I think it's a draw. Does that, uh, did I, does that mean I win? No, I think it's a draw. Draw. You jumped yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, you got Jack and I got Umbrella, so we got four fair. each. So that is fair. That's you got fair. Jack and I got Umbrella. No, that's yeah. fair. That is fair. <laughs> no, but that was just a funny sentence. No, that is fair. Okay, so it is a draw between the two of you. Yeah. There you go, Brent. Uh, hey, thanks. you're equals. <laughs> between all between us, we got all ten. So that's good. Yeah, that is really good, actually. Good. Yeah. I I I like being equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so next up we're going to put Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl on our pop scale. So we rank it out of five based on how much we like it and its place in pop culture. Uh, Brian, since you're new here, we're going to come to you first. Uh, what do you give Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl on the pop scale? What is the range scale? What? Uh, it's a, out of five. Out of five? Six. <laughs> That's the very six we've had now. <laughs> True, actually. I'm surprised I have broken that before. Or no, you want no, to give your reason? Yeah, yeah. Reason. Um, I think David said it not too terribly long ago when I was still 26. Um, what's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. it's it's good. And if it's not good, it's perfect. And it's better than all right. Uh, I think it's beloved to be known. Uh, the first one it is known to be the best one. And uh Lightning struck in the bottle. Definitely. Mm. Okay, David, coming to you next. Out of five, what do you give Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl? I, I'd give it a five as well. Uh, I know Brian gave it a six, but I give it a five. I'll give it the max score. Um, For for like what Brian said there, like it's it's just perfect. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Um, The you're music in it. Own, you're taking your own um, uh, advice there, David. Yeah, so I just, I just like it when you say it back to me. I say it, then you say it back, and I go, I agree with that. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, you um, agree with yourself. Like something we didn't even talk about was the music. Like how yeah. it's iconic yeah. that you hear that, like, dun 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 Like, it, you just know it's it's pirates, and it becomes like the pirate theme, even when it's not Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, stellar cast, great story, great visuals. It's just, and then like that, it spawned the, the whole franchise of, of five movies. Like, don't forget that this was inspired by a ride at Disney, you know, like a boat going through um, Tortuga. And so someone said, yeah, "Yeah, somebody, um, you know, was commissioned then. Okay, can you make a movie based on this ride? You know, so when you compare it to the likes of other things, like say, uh, I don't know, like Haunted Mansion. Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion. These movies that are based on theme park rides, this is by far, far and away the best one. Oh yeah, 100%. Can't wait to see it's this small world movie. That would be terrifying. I'm sure there is one. I bet there is one. <laughs> also, Mr. Gibbs is a fucking class character. And mm. un- un- underutilized and underrated. Mm-hmm. Fair. Absolutely fair. If we know who Mr. Gibbs is, we, we, we know who Mr. Gibbs is, right? We know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I watched, yeah. We watched the movie. <laughs> just, just checking. <laughs> Do you think it's interesting? He started off as one of the Royal Navy crew mm. in the opening. And then later on, when we're following Will and Jack, he's essentially a pirate what happened there it's just not answered 
There's, I know, yeah, that's not right. Discussed. He's one of the he's one of the better characters, and he's in it move. He's in the franchise more than Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley. Go yeah, he it. appears in all five, isn't he? Yeah, was he in the like, last one? Yep, yep, yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, I think I think he, the the best he gave was in the fourth one though, because of mm. of his his um role in it. Mm. Gibbs Gibbs is a great character. Yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of a great supporting cast. Like the crew stay kind of throughout the trilogy, at least, and then yeah. you get even the uh, the two guys, um, the two kind of main antagonist bad guys, the one that uh, finds him, the one with the one, missing one eye. With the eye, and the one with the ball. Yeah, the one that is like trying to figure out parlay and all that stuff. Yeah, like they then become a part of Jack's crew throughout the rest of the trilogy. I always loved that. I thought that was great. I and, think that they're brilliant. And then there's your man with the powers, and then there's uh, yeah. Oh, what's the he's Marty? The, Marty, yes. Uh, and there's these even two other uh, dopes who keep on getting caught into their like engaging conversations while not realizing Jack has just walked away with mm. with the with the cash prize. Like those two guys. Oh, those two guys. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like they're, well. they're like the opposite of the man with the eye and the man with the ball. Yeah, head. they're part of the Royal Navy. Yeah. Yeah. So even they have their like final arc when they when they like surrender in the third one. It's the mm. it's the two it's the it's the other two versions of themselves who like mm. it's the, this franchise is fucking great. <laughs> I, I you should you should watch just all three movies. Like uh, a lot of characters do get a a fishing closing arc mm. with the first three movies. If if I definitely actually really recommend. If you haven't, make sure you've watched all three and just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Just just the first first three. The fourth one can be a nice bonus spin off if you feel like it, as you would could probably attest to that, Kate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Evan, what do you give it taking Brian's statement there? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna Last give it a four thing. out of five. I think it is a really strong movie. I think it it holds up, it it's aged well. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's I got a good story. I you know, I wasn't I never jumped on in the first place, uh, but I think it is really strong. Um, also, as I said before, it's super gay. It's so, <laughs> so, so gay. I love it. Like it, Will and Jack are in love. I'm I'm pitching a side spin-off. That's fine, a gay <laughs> spin-off. Um, Kira Knightley is serving looks, you know, it's so yes. gay. <laughs> yeah. What do you give it, Katie? I'm actually siding with you, Evan. I give it a four as well. Only for the fact that, like, it was my first time watching the franchise and stuff like that. So, like, I don't really have an affinity to it. So, I'm just kind of solely basing this off of, like, how much I enjoyed watching the first movie. um, And I haven't watched the rest of it. So, I can't really, like, base it too harshly or too passionately, if that makes sense. But I am mm-hmm. excited to it. And... To watch the the second and third one and see how it kind of um levels out in my mind and in my writing as yeah. as the trilogy, but yeah, I I still really enjoyed it and it's still quite hard to get a four out of me, so it's okay. it's ranked quite highly in my eyes. I think uh, if you if you're giving it a four now, like after seeing the other ones as well, like you will think back on it and go, I actually really did enjoy that. Even if you don't change it, you'll oh, go, yeah. yeah, no, that's solid, you know. Like oh, you will I think fully, back on it fondly. Yeah, yeah, no, I fully I I don't disagree with that at all, but that's that I feel like I will probably be like this one the most out of all of them. But 
like mm-hmm. just hearing everyone's kind of like opinions of what they think. So yeah, I'm excited to watch to watch it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Pause for all. <laughs> oh, I told you I can't speak sometimes. <laughs> my brain's too fast for my mouth sometimes. Don't don't sometimes. worry about it, Katie. I can relate. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> right. Okay. So next up, uh, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. What? Uh, yep. So I uh, just explained that. Yes, David. I'm going to come to you first. What's popping with you? Oh. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, why did oh, you have to go to me okay. first? Sorry, I really wasn't prepared. As soon as you said it, I went, oh shit, what am I doing? I'm not doing anything. I'm not <laughs> looking at anything. Uh, I feel like, what was it, two weeks ago I said I was enjoying the award season. I'm still enjoying the award season. Okay. Uh, we're coming up on the Oscars soon. Okay. So okay. Uh, looking at that, we did our... Um, well, I, don't know, I was going to say we did so we didn't do anything on our podcast we're going to be doing uh, going through the Oscar nominations in the next couple of weeks. So um, just enjoying kind of looking at some... Oscar-nominated movies. Watched uh, Nimona. It was a the animated film. Um, that was great like, movie. Is what that is. Great movie, and it was uh, it was a Disney movie, and then it was cut from being a Disney movie. And um, been watching like Rustin, Nyad, stuff like that. I'm gonna be rewatching Barbie and Oppenheimer soon. So just on that awards train at the moment, still. So no different from two weeks ago. Damn you for coming yeah. to me first. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hate that as well. But... You hate that as well. We're the only two of those. Exactly. Well, I'm I'm never prepared. And then I always forget. And then you say something. I'm like, oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, oh, that does always happen. Okay, well, Brian, I'm going to come to you next. What's popping with you? Uh, I think I already have a bit. I, I'm into detective shows, limited uh, or anthology detective shows. I've been watching. Um, I'm actually watching the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon Prime. Have, have you guys been watching that? First of all, have you seen Atlanta? Uh, yeah, Donald Glover. Yeah. Have you seen Atlanta, Katie? No, I don't right. see anything. I've seen a bit so, of it. <laughs> I'm blind. <laughs> so did, did you see the original Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad and Angelina? No. What? Everyone, you, are you taking the piece? No, that's genuine. Episode, that's happens. next week's episode. So, so uh, <laughs> essentially, essentially <laughs> this, this Mr. and Mrs. Smith show with Donald Glover and Maya, uh, uh, I can't pronounce her surname. Erskine. Erskine, is it? Yeah. yeah. So. so, this is not a remake of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's it's not even all that much of a reboot. It's like its own thing altogether. It's its own ideology. It's its own identity. Mm. I suppose you could only argue that the only similarity is that it's called Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but mm. it has the Atlanta humor, not as heavy. It's it's quite light and it's quite mainstream consuming. So it's 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 very welcoming for a wide range of audiences to watch and not be put off by it, given mm-hmm. the humour that Atlanta is known to be. And it's one of those shows where I just love seeing Donald Glover perform and interact with Maya, the actress, because they're of their dynamic, their, their dynamic and their situation, because they are spies. They're not hit men or assassins, they're spies. And they're doing realistic tasks and jobs. And you're just watching them perform as actors. And it's 
it's very well done. If you argue Atlanta is very well done in what it does, mm-hmm. so is this. And uh, it's it's like I, I, I feel like uh, I've, I've discovered Donald Glover. He's not my favourite actor. He's not one of my favourites. But I know when I'm watching him work on something, he's going to deliver something just great. Uh, it, it's just, just a great show. The worst yeah. thing about it is that all episodes are out. So there's no eight weeks of momentum and build up. I don't know why yeah. did it. I don't know why did it and do that. That was a mistake because it's such a great show. So it's so. just easy to kind of just get ahead of yourself and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I've been watching Anything... one. I've been watching. Sorry, I've been watching one episode a night, roughly. Oh, nice, nice. It's nice to have some like kind of structure with stuff like that because you could just end up blitzing it out and then it's just yeah, yeah. As, anything it, else popping with you? For me? Yeah. Um. Uh. Like I said, bought a car, bought a camera because <laughs> that's my, pretty my, popping. My, my my last camera was stolen when I was oh, traveling. Oh, cool. So that's yeah, I know, right? Um. So a little bit more uh broke than I was a while ago, but <laughs> I guess I just covered that process of buying a new car is not all that difficult so long as you find what you like and what you like is what you find yeah fair very fucking philosophical <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just i just said that on the spot <laughs> off the top of the head mm. nothing but nothing, nothing more than just a bit of a wednesday waffle in my opinion. Fair. Fair. fair and evan what's popping with you Okay, so my favorite reality show is back, Vanderpump Rules. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I had to think about that. Yeah, I love how you like were like, wait, what is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that keeps me going like for six months of the year. Oh, it's just, it's back and I can't wait for more drama just to unfold. I've just checked my phone. I thought it was, uh, the new episode was out uh, tomorrow. It's out today. So why was I recording this podcast with you guys? Oh, um. <laughs> a real voice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um what else is there i'm just having a look through my phone here oh i listened to this podcast called off stage inside the x factor so oh, nice. if you want oh my boss is listening to that oh it's very listening in the kitchen today it's very good yeah it is I'll very listen it is very very good uh in terms of uh well i'm trying to make my way through my academy award movie list kind of like you guys but um you're way ahead of me um (laughs) so in terms of books i just finished uh, a court of mist and fury which is the second uh book in the akatar series yeah and i've started if only i had told her which is a sequel to if he had been with me so there nice what's popping with you katie oh work i don't know like um what is popping with me all my regular podcasts as per usual Mm. i was halfway through saving Races podcast today before I started recording this. Um. Oh, I'm back on the Alan Carr. Um. Life's a beach. I know I said that last week, but I'm still back on that buzz. Um. Music wise, Mika and Tenacious D are making a very much a comeback in my music at the moment. Uh, I'm not really watching anything. Mm. There's no TV shows. I'm just waiting on Taskmaster to come back. Yeah, I'm just re-watching and watching. And you know what? I, I think I've said the same three shows I'm, last five weeks. Yeah, like I'm literally not even watching a show at the moment. Like, I have nothing. 
Um, so I need to get a new show to watch. But yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. All episodes are right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love a sitcom, Brian. Yeah, she, I'm a yeah. sitcom girl. Um you might but... be surprised you might be surprised uh, about uh the humor and the romance Maybe. in this show because it is as much as a romance, uh, there's more romance than there is gun action. I like comedy. And have you started your Doctor Who watch? You said you were going to start watching Doctor <laughs> Who last time I was here. Yeah, no, we did say that. But um... I am going to, David, I promise you. I'm a horrible liar. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You did a Doctor Who special. And yeah, did you not half, know this? Half, half of you half of is not a Doctor Who fan. Okay, hold on. Uh, Brian, you were not there. I clearly didn't listen if you're asking that. <laughs> I, I I I listened to the episode. I wanted to know if David was doing a good representative job. He did but... an amazing job, I will say. <laughs> yeah, no, David did a great job. Um, yeah, I'm a new Doctor Who fan. Ah, yeah, and I'm a Makes revived sense. Doctor Who fan. So Brian, there you go. <laughs> there Every I generated go. one. There I go. See, yeah, see, so uh, a strong female character pulled me back in. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we discussed this on Doctor Who episode. Clearly, you didn't listen carefully enough, Brian. Okay. You have slack of hearing like me. Doctor Who. <laughs> Doctor Who doesn't uh... resonate with you? No. Never never did. That's fair. Just 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 never opened its world to me. I suppose yeah. maybe I suppose maybe the franchise was never really easily available if to yeah. to me, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's absolutely fair enough. Like, I've only started watching it later yeah. on, like literally this year. So, you know. Yeah, we did talk about the Doctor. We did the Doctor episode, and then something happened after. Did yeah, you... we're we're gonna say this really quick. So, do you remember this day? What was it? I can't remember now. Like four yeah. days later. Um. Millie. Oh my god! What? Millie. Something. Her the her character's acts like. Oh yeah, yeah. Or she's fired. Um, well, see, uh, she. Uh, we don't know yet. We don't know yet if she's been fired. Like th- when you think about it, like a lot of the companions do tend to be one season companions. Like it's so we just have to wait and see. Like she might have had a natural exit. We it's it's too early to tell. There's been a lot of speculation, but um, I I don't know. I can't comment on it right now. You know what did what did she, she do? Russell. We Who don't know did? yet. Who, who who did she assault? Oh, Jesus Christ, don't, We don't Ryan. know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. The new season's out in May, so we'll we'll get a feel for it then. Um, all me and Evan are saying is every time we record an epi- episode about something, like it's in the news within a week. And like today okay. it was it was on Twitter while we're recording. Like it's just always it's weird. Yeah. Every yeah, you gave it out to me one time so I wouldn't kill Jack Harlow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You brought him up yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I, don't no. I was like don't say that I might manifest so <laughs> okay so David and Brian where can people find your stuff socials plug it up David no you're you're great at it Brian I did the last time with the Doctor Who one well I wasn't there alright okay yeah, no, uh, I'll do it I'm gonna do it in the vein of, of how Katie did it the last time where I'm gonna oh. close my eyes and just focus in uh, because you had it so perfectly the last time I'm going to have okay. to okay. channel it so this is how I would normally end the, po- the podcast so I'll do it as a, a, an outro for you guys as well 
Because I make funny made... fa- I make funny faces to David when he does the uh, yeah. so yeah, that's why he has to close his eyes. So uh, yeah. thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We really appreciate it if you made it this far. If you liked what we had to talk about, you can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we're Talking Pictures Podcast. Uh, we're on all social medias. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. Uh, Talking Pictures Podcast. Um, or Talking Pics Podcast, depending on the platform. Uh, if you go to our Instagram, it's all in our link tree and stuff like that. Uh, we have new episodes every Wednesday. They go live at midnight, so they'll be ready for you. Whenever you wake up, if you're waking up to do your morning walk and do your dishes and stuff like that, or if you're, you know, on a long commute or something like that, it'll be there for you. We do an odd bonus episode every once a month so far. That's what kind of what we're committing to. But uh, yeah, loads of content for you to go back and listen to. And if you're on Letterbox, we start a new Letterbox. Oh, I knew I'd mess something up. That's why I need you here. No, David, no, David, don't you. Oh, I I'll you follow you guys on Letterbox. I, I got you back, buddy. We're on Letterbox, <laughs> uh, talking picks. Uh, talking pictures podcast we start to review our movies that we post on our podcast by uh, shoving in the review discussion uh, right. all the links and uh, to our socials and the link to the episodes themselves so even if you're not a huge uh, spotify person at least you can see where all of, you have a visual cue or a visual list of everything we've discussed and when we discuss movies in a bundle we'll leave all the necessary links in uh, lists themselves so we we discussed uh, zombie movies so we have a list of zombie movies on letterboxd so if you're on letterboxd join up i literally just followed followed us yeah i got i got the email there that he followed that's great (laughs) what about you guys where can people find you katie i'm excited to see now you (laughs) improved on it in the last two weeks can you do it with your eyes open you still do eyes closed probably not so um (laughs) You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Or, oh my God, I'm after forgetting it now. There's so much pressure. You take you take your time, Katie. You can find sit us- here all night if we have to. I, I, fudged, I fudged this up on our podcast many a times. David was just very gracious to make it sound like I nailed it in one. <laughs> well, everybody, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. You can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify if you so wish. And if any of your family and friends need new podcasts in their ears, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Okay, so David and Brian, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you so of course, much for having us. Of course, always welcome back. Uh, yeah, so that was our episode on Pirates of the Caribbean, and you'll hear from us next week. Bye!